0: The typeface is not a collection of beautiful letters, but a beautiful collection of letters. Never mind how good or how bad every, every chapter is, but they should work together beautiful.
1: This is episode seven of the KU Podcast. I'm Michael Tyre, the producer, and your hosts for this episode are Nate Vishniewski and Joe Somerville. On every episode, we invite a guest to talk with us in depth about a single design topic. This week, we're talking typeface with Michael Raffalik, a typeface designer and the man behind the self-named Michael Raffalik Foundry. typeface is a visual marker that speaks to the nature of the content and sets the reader on a certain wave. If this marker and the content interact well together, immersion occurs. This is the best reading and viewing experience. These are the words of Michael himself. So without further ado, Michael, welcome to the KU Podcast.
0: Hello, Joe, Nate.
1: Before we start talking about typefaces, we need to lay some groundwork. I want to ask you three clarifying questions just so everyone can understand a bit better. First one is, what is a typeface and how is it different from a font?
0: And the typeface certainly is a name of design. The typeface is collecting many fonts in a, in a one font family. Usually we talk about fonts as the typefaces and it's okay.
1: Understood. So it sounds like a a typeface is a collection or, like you said, a family of fonts that are brought together to become a whole package.
0: A little bit bit more. The typeface is uh, something specific. We can say uh, we have uh, different fonts in one typeface. But what is general is a design why uh, times is uh, looks different from Helvetica, different design.
2: That makes sense. So do you get frustrated if someone, I, I know people use font generally for every, I've certainly used font when talking, when meaning typeface at times. Does it, does it annoy you? Or...
0: No, it's not a problem. Absolutely. I started uh, many years ago as a graphic designer. So we all talk fonts and uh, it's okay. It's international. It's for for simplicity, for designers.
2: Okay, that's that's cool. That's super interesting. Um, Before we dig further into that, I I just want to ask, um, what is a type foundry?
0: (laughs) A few centuries ago, when uh, the typefaces was on metal, so we need stamps, and this is something like a factory. People created these stamps on metal and print with ink. It's called foundry. Foundry is created uh, design of typeface, but also a uh, print.
1: It's cool. Very cool.
0: Now, now actually we don't need this term the foundry but we still use it to be clear a foundry can gather and many type designers and many producers and so on
1: similar to a collective of some kind for sure. type designers okay interesting nice so thanks well thanks for
2: clarifying all that up um, and now we know a bit more about what type foundries are typefaces and fonts um, um, you saying you're a, a typeface designer, like day to day in your activities? Do you, what are you doing? Are you creating new fonts? Exploring with with letters? How how do you how do you go about that?
0: Okay, I split everything on phases. Phase to exploration to looking for for an ideas. It could be I, I I'm not work at all on this time. I look into the people, I look into the everything around me on this face, and uh, I do a note a note about what I feel what I think about it. If I feel it's good, I do a special note <laughs> after this, I split my day into hard work, I call it hard work, actually mechanical work that i need to do in in the design after that i make a few breaks breaks is very important when you you look at something a long time you stop to understand what you see and breaks is important Uh, and after the break your eyes take a rest and you feel what you missed before
2: Definitely, I, I fully agree. I was um, reading something by John Cleese, a uh, British comedian, recently talking about creativity and saying yeah. that it's uh, really important to sleep on something as well. <laughs> so sure. let the brain
1: do its work. Like condense, <laughs> yeah.
2: I remember
0: a good quote of Jonathan Hoffler. Uh, he said, Five minutes later, you are. And you you
1: constantly evolving. Very cool.
0: Can I quote again?
2: Of course, of course, don't worry. The beauty of editing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not remember how to say it but the typeface is not a collection of beautiful letters, but a beautiful collection of letters. Never mind how good or how bad every character are every character is, but they should work together, beautiful.: Understood.:
1: So just a quick question on that then. Um, do you prefer the stricter rules, as opposed to illustration, graphic design, maybe less rules? Do you prefer more rules when working? More does it help does it help you work so for example when you're when you're working on a typeface you have, like you say you have to it has to communicate um, what the designer wants to communicate so you have limits of how far you can push things maybe but maybe that's a challenge within itself to to create something beautiful within those limits
0: uh, right now I work for myself it's it's one side I work for myself, and I do what I want, but by other hand, I do what graphic designers want and what they need. I need to think about it too, <laughs> so yes, it's limitations, but it's a freedom too nice. i can i can uh, stop myself uh, somewhere on the design I can uh, We need back to to the phases of work. On the early phase, I do what I want. I try to implement an idea, but on the next phase, I think how it could be used, how to make it useful for designers.
2: So it's like um, a blend. It's interesting you talk about starting with what you want and then try and bring that into something that is something that uh, fills the gap in the market, for example. So um, how do you get from the one to the other, if you see what I mean?
0: Actually, this is uh, where, where my experience is uh, helpful. Uh-huh. So I remember how, how the graphic designers used the typefaces, and it helped a lot. What I do... I test my work constantly. I start to type something in design environment. For example, I do posters and I look how it worked. Something uh, what I have in mind doesn't work on reality, so I change it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I see. So, so to, to visualize it in the space, you have to put it in the space. You can't see how it interacts until it is there.
0: Yes, and one more thing is to communicate with the real designers. I try to keep the connection with the people about myself. I ask I ask them how how they used it, what I missed. Do I should I add more languages should i add some features and so on
2: the feedback phase is good advice for um new new type artists
1: so going just digging into your process a little bit um, what is your creative process and approach for designing types or typefaces Um, where do you find inspiration From other designers in different mediums or specific typeface designers, um, where would be the main place for you?
0: Okay. And this is an interesting question. Here, no one way how to inspire. It's always something new. But I try not to be inspired by other people. Because somewhere in your mind you think, I do something my own, but actually it's something a bit from there and from there. This is one approach I try to keep. But also I understand uh, 100 years ago we can create more variants of design. But now uh, the market is full of everything we want. So it's harder to create something unique, something new. Yeah.
1: So, so you draw from your experiences and your environment, and I I I, can't, I, I like that a lot because you're right. Unfortunately, if everybody gets inspired from everybody else, everybody's work starts to look very similar, um, inevitably. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it makes sense uh, how some someone said uh, everything is a copy, of a copy, of a copy. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it makes sense. Uh, we don't need to create one more Helvetica style. Why not to try something related to you, something related to your person? I think this is a right approach.
2: Yeah, very cool. It's interesting to hear you talk about style and and how you approached that and um, looking uh, at that as well in terms of um, creating letters uh, um, how do you infuse letters with character? For example, your spilled ink uh, type, yeah. it's, uh, it's obviously you know, inspired by spilled ink, but there's a lot of character in it as well and it feels quite playful
0: before i started the drawing even early sketches i think this building that face would be useful on something related to good design on something cute nice i draw it with this idea in my mind
2: quick question do you um When you start, do you always start by drawing letters, or do you draw shapes and build from there?
0: Actually, I started uh, with not alphabet. I started with some some special word, what I want to say. For example, I write the name Mary. I see how the letters work in this word. On this stage, never mind how good every letter looks good or not. But it's important how it's work on reality. I think every type designer should do this, and I think we all do.
2: That's cool. There's so much to think about, so many different things to consider.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, the type design is all about optical illusions for example if we draw all the letters geometrically equal it may looks wrong because we need correct it optically so the type design is a lot of optical illusions how to change every letter to looks correctly by eye but not geometrically nobody is measure the letters with the with the centimeters yeah but we look by the eye yeah
2: yeah and it's 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 like um how your brain you know when you read i'm sure everybody's seen where it's like a word and they've moved some of the letters around and you don't notice because your brain reads the word completely it's interesting the The optics, when you're talking about the readability and the legibility of it.
1: They almost become symbols at some point themselves, don't they? Where you're not actually reading the word. It's just, it's imprinted in your brain. You don't need to read it anymore. You've seen it that many times. It's now just a symbol that you recognize.
0: Yes, Yes. actually, we don't read the letters uh, one by one. We read the text, and that's important.
1: So, with the final question what would you say to anyone that's looking to break into the industry and find their niche would you have any advice for someone who's wanting to get started
0: i mean i don't have the money for learn the classic way i talk to professional type designers on the type communities and ask questions Is it right? Is it wrong? What my eyes see? What your eyes see here? And it's very useful. I read the communities, what the mistakes people did, what they think is right. This is also the way to learn. This is my way. I find it useful. So what I can say for newcomers, find our own style this is important don't try to draw something complicated and hard for you try simple words let's do a basic english alphabet just this but do it correct do how to say it on english oh my god (laughs) just a moment i I, know
2: it it's great. It's 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 really interesting. Take, take Actually, the moment.
0: Yeah. Actually, what I found in my experience, uh, I mean, if you have an idea, it should be related to the whole alphabet, to the whole typeface, not just a few letters. It will be complete. The typeface uh, would should be one, one thing, one product.
1: Perfect. And I think everyone will definitely appreciate those words for anybody trying to get into typography. That's fantastic. Um, so that just about wraps up our questions. So we want to thank you, Michael, for being on the KU podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure listening to your stories and and how you've arrived to where you are. Uh, it's been really fun. Um, hope everything's going over okay over in Ukraine. Obviously we're thinking about you guys as well. And for anyone who's looking to find Michael's work, you can find it on the Known Unknown platform, uh, as well as MichaelRaphaeliks.com and Michael on Instagram. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, Michael.
0: Thank you too.